everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson with a look at the stock market for Tuesday, June 20th. Hope everyone had a great long weekend. Well, we have been expecting a pullback and we did get a down day, Ed, but it seems like stocks are resisting this pullback. Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't very fierce the selling. Uh, some of that's due to the mega cap stocks, but even beyond that, it wasn't that wasn't that intense. We want to take a look at Meritage Homes, Allegro Microsystems, and Lantheus. All right, we'll get to those tickers, but first let's analyze the major indexes today. The Nasdaq down less than two tenths of a percent. The S and P five hundred down about a half a percent. The Dow hit a little bit harder, but still closed off lows, down seven tenths of a percent. The Russell two thousand also with a pretty mild decline of about four tenths of a percent here. So we had a downside reversal off highs on Friday, but a close off lows today, and the Nasdaq not even down to that ten day line. Yeah, the only thing bad you can say about the Nasdaq, you'd almost wish it had more of a pullback. I mean, it was just, uh, but you look, it would be nice to see a pullback. You know, the Nasdaq was getting extended. It still is fairly extended from the 50-day line, but you'd like to see a gradual pullback, you know, down maybe, you know, toward the 21-day line, but nothing fierce. And so what we're seeing so far is, yeah. you know, really healthy signs. I mean, it's like we didn't even get to the 10-day line at the lows, so uh, you know, probably, you know, would want to see pullback for a while, because if we kept on rallying again, we, you know, we'd be pretty darn extended almost immediately. But this is, this shows you that there's a lot of underlying strength in, in, in this bull market. Absolutely. So far, so good. We'll take mild, modest declines and, uh, and sideways action or, or even downward action. Like you said, as long as it's uh, orderly and contained and let those moving averages catch up seems like that would be an ideal scenario. And now let's take a look at the S&P 500. It, it came down back below 4,400 today, but still in a similar position to the NASDAQ and holding above its uh, peak from last August still too. Yeah, this looks, this looks perfectly normal. Uh, what, you know, what you want to see in a market pullback, that's for sure. And the Dow. So blue chips hit a little bit harder. Does this look concerning to you yet, Ed, to see that we're back in this range that we've been in all year long? Or what's your take? I mean, there are some individual reasons why this came down. And it. no, I'm not that concerned, to be honest yet. I mean, like uh, it's, uh, if it comes through the 21-day, 50-day line, then you'd be a little bit more concerned. But uh, yeah, this is fine so far. Yeah. And I mean, this is 30 stocks, right? And they're yeah. not the high octane growth needs. I mean, you do have Apple in it here, <laughs> but uh, for, for the most part, I mean, we're focused on stocks that are not in, in the Dow. So uh, to use this as our, our primary signal for market health is not something that we do. And next on our list, let's take a look at small cap tiers, IWM, which tracks the Russell 2000 intraday. It did go below its recent trading range, but was able to close within that range. Yeah, so that was nice to see. And it wouldn't, wouldn't be surprising if it later came down a little bit more, but it's nice to see it resist, you know, that kind of situation. And, you know, with all these various indexes, you can see like with the Dow and this and some other indexes we're going to look at, you can imagine stocks setting up and forming handles with this kind of environment. So again, this is one reason there's, we want to see, one reason why a pullback is healthy and normal is because you're going to see uh, the market so they can sort of blow off some steam a little bit without having a big blow up. And the other one is so maybe some leaders can set up either in, within bases or coming down to moving averages. So, you know, that there's a reason why this is this could be very constructive.
Okay, that makes sense. Uh, now let's take a look at two ETFs that help us get a sense of market breadth. Uh, first, QQEW, so the equal weighted NASDAQ 100 down nine tenths of a percent today. So a uh, bigger decline than the NASDAQ's uh, less than 0.2% decline, but we're still above the 10 day line here too. Yeah, I mean, so look, Tesla and NVIDIA had strong days, a number of other tech giants had positive sessions. So there's reasons. But once you exclude that, okay, yeah, QQEW fell 0.9. But yeah, it was above the 10-day line. It, so it's not like, yes, there was more of a pullback underneath, but it, but this is fine. But this is, I mean, ultimately, it's fine. It's just something to keep in mind when you're, there were a lot of stocks that did come down 2 3 4%. Some of them came off lows, but it's just something to keep in mind when you're thinking about making buys is that, mm -hmm. you know, this may not be the best time to be making purchases, but this is healthy action. Yeah. Totally agree, Ed. And here's RSP, the equal weighted S&P 500 ETF. So uh, maybe a little bit more of uh, signs of weakness underneath the surface for today with this ETF down 1.4%. Yeah, yeah. So so for today, down a little bit, but found support at the 10-day line. It's above the April highs. You know, it's just, you know, this is, this is, this is what we were expecting, honestly, you know, with the market. So mm -hmm. Not a, not a, nothing, nothing to be concerned about yet. Yeah. I mean, look at the move from, uh, you know, six yeah. one to the first half of the month was just pretty much straight up. So yeah, hard to complain too much, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. And now let's look at industrial. Speaking of going straight up, this group did as well, uh, kicking things into gear on six two, uh, cooling off here a little bit. But Ed, if we, want more setups in a uh, broadening pool of stocks. And it's good to see this cool off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stocks, if you could see this pause for a little bit, you know, you might, and there's a number of stocks in this area that are in there. It's like, oh, then maybe it'll set up with high handles or just let the moving averages catch up a little bit and you feel more comfortable uh, taking a position in these names. And home builders will be taking a look at uh, one soon, but here's XHB up three tenths of a percent today. So resisting today's decline. Yeah, this is a leading sector. There's definitely AI, but it's not. This is probably the other other sector that that is just sort of been strong throughout uh, 2023. And you mentioned a good day for Nvidia. Well, let's take a look at the sector as a whole. Here's SMH down less than four tenths of a percent and off lows and still holding up uh, really well, all things considered. We can take a look at the weekly. We did get that uh, move above a three weeks tight. So overall feels like chips are holding up pretty well here. Yeah, it's it's hard to say anything bad about this. It, it's showing really good action. And IGB, then we'll get to, uh, to take a look at those individual names here, down 1% here. But yet again, still above that 10-day line, and we've been expecting some sort of a pullback with just this strong advance. If we look at a weekly chart here, you could just see how many weeks up in a row for the software sector. So many weeks up in a row for the Nasdaq composite. So some sort of pause here is quite justified. Yeah, yeah. And so that's, uh, you can't go up every day, every week. And so... Everything here is looking looking pretty good so far. 
So far, so good. Okay, well, speaking of home builders, let's go to Meritage. Here is MTH back in a buy zone up 2% today. We did get above average volume as well. Also, something to note is that Friday was options expiration. Uh, so if there was above average volume, that's just something to take into account, not to uh, totally dismiss, but just something uh, to be aware of. Yeah. And obviously it, clo it closed off loads on that day, which is something else to keep in mind. So not a big deal. This is sort of like when we we're talking about, oh, wait, maybe they can pause around buy points. Well, this is what Meritage did. It's like basically been staying there for the past couple of weeks has been trading around the buy point. When it first did, it's like, well, it moved up. Is it really going to hold that or is it going to pull back? And now it's, it's held there. The moving averages are catching up a little bit. Uh, shows nice action here. You know, uh, it's it's difficult to make purchases at the beginning of what might be sort of the start of a pullback, market pullback. But yeah. if you're going to, this is, you know, you know, outside of tech, uh, something with its own positive sort of fundamentals and, and maybe tailwinds out there is definitely an area to be considering. Yeah. And I mean, maybe uh, this could even be treated as like an add-on entry, say traders were getting in on 6-2 when it was getting above the 50-day line, or maybe they wait until, waited until even more strength on 6-6. Maybe they could add a little bit of shares to their position. But uh, if I was doing an early entry like this, uh, or even close to the breakout point, um, like you said, with a further pullback potentially in the works, seeing that 21-day line catch up and using that as a bit of a launching pad uh, seems like a potential opportunity too. If this stock is going to keep climbing and continue to lead, one would expect uh, it to find that 21 day line as a, as a bit of a bumper on the way up. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a pretty sound strategy to be thinking about that. I mean, look, this stock may go vertical for 30% and it's like, Oh, I missed my chance here, yeah. but you just have to be playing the odds and thinking, well, maybe I want to wait till we get a little bit more support. And uh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. We'll see what happens with that one. Now let's go to Lanthius. This is LNTH. It had a strong move above its own 50 day line today. Volume up almost 30% here. And the price gain, pretty impressive on a day like today, up 5.2%. Now I will say, Ed, that a couple weeks after the last quarterly earnings report, we saw a bit of disappointing action from Lanthius when it broke below a trading range in above average volume. And then it really started underperforming the market as it started running higher. But is today the day that Lanthius is going to start kicking things back into high gear? Yeah, I mean, maybe like there's a lot of things to like about it. it's had some really great numbers. It still has strong uh, estimates going forward. It's not like this highly valued stock either. It's not like where it's uh, so it's nice volume today. It does have an emerging consolidation. Uh, this would be a place you could do it again. It's just it's just a, if the market were sort of didn't seem to be on the verge of a pullback, it would be a much stronger signal. But it's sort of like it's that's just a reason to just you have to keep that in mind. But uh uh, one more thing is the medical products and the, that sector has been really strengthening over the last several days. So that's another positive. There were a lot of medical product stocks that sort of started off weak or started off middling and, and, and had strong finishes. So uh, everything but the market is, and, and that's even that's only a short-term issue. I mean, it's like, right. I think there's generally a feeling there's the market showing bullish action. It's just that in mm -hmm. the very short run, do you make that, make that call? 
Exactly. And, you know, at the very least, it seems like for traders who had Lantheus on their watch list, you know, we got an earnings gap up uh, in February, another strong move on earnings in May, and then it fell below the 50-day the line. It's now back above that, so we can put it back on our radar and see if it can uh, flesh out the space a little bit more. So we'll see what we get there. And last but not least, we want to take a look at ticker ALGM. This is Allegro Microsystems. It's in the same industry group as NVIDIA, the fabulous semiconductor group, ranked eight out of 197. And after some tight action around its moving averages, which have converged, Ed, we got a pop today for ALGM of 4% in volume that was higher by almost 70% today. Look, I mean, it's got accelerating, uh, you know, sales growth. I mean, earnings growth was accelerating. It slowed down a touch, but really strong. Uh, good, good estimates going forward. Uh, broke a trend line, broke above short-term levels, rebounded from the 50-day line in volume. So there's all sorts of reasons why you could like that. I mean, uh, coming up there, they did not have, it had an ugly left-hand side of the base, but it's, it's worked through that. Again, it's just the only, and, and it's chips, and that's a strong area. The only thing, again, is the market. Because if the, a couple of weeks ago, if the market, if this had done this, I think it'd be a very, would have been a very strong buy signal. It's just that right now, you just have to weigh that in. If you're, and so if you, it just in general, if you're going to make purchases, just definitely have your exit strategy. Think about, well, where am I getting out? Because, you know, the market could turn. If the, if the, if the NASDAQ falls four or 5% over the next week, Chances are this is going to struggle. I mean, not not trying to pick on it, but it's just it's just hard to it's going to be hard for other techs to in general to resist that. So you just have to keep keep that in mind. This may be a great opportunity, but, you know, for everything. But the, the market makes that just a little tricky right now. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it has a 99 EPS rating and comp rating a strong group relative strength, obviously. And as you mentioned, uh, really great fundamentals here, too. But one might wonder, hey, is this, I mean, it's not NVIDIA. So uh, should I be adding exposure here when it's not the leader, especially if the market's going to be pulling back? I guess it depends on if you already have chip exposure, right? And, and like you said, just making that uh, risk calculation at this time. Yeah, I mean, it, you definitely don't want to get too exposed to one sector. Uh, this is this one has had been a leader it was in late 2022 and early mm -hmm. 2023. So it's not like a, a real laggard in the chip sector. Obviously, NVIDIA is in a class of its own. Uh, but that is an alternative. Do you, do you wait to say, hey, wait a second, I'm just going to wait for a pullback and get into the real leaders, mm -hmm. you know, when there's an opportunity rather than taking a stock that is has some, you know, has a lot of good numbers that isn't maybe not quite at that level. So those are always the choices you have to make, uh, um, you know, when you're when you're making decisions, which which stocks to buy and when. Yep. Well said, Ed. We'll cap it there. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. And we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow. Ed and I, you got Ed and I all week. <laughs> Lucky audience. Uh, we hope Justin and Ken are enjoying their well-deserved time off. But Ed and I, we've got you covered. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Thanks, everyone.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.